Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Girl bands. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start this. Okay. That's not perfect. <laughs> Why I'm here. Not boy bands. Girl bands. I love you so much. Tara is the number one band. And this is a podcast called. I'm here today with my friend Connor. Hello, hello. Who's also my coworker. Yeah. Connor does um everything digital for Kiss, Kiss FM, Los Angeles. He's the digital manager. Um, I think the exact title is digital content producer. Okay. But um basically he thing. runs everything that goes online. So if you follow one oh two seven Kiss FM, uh that's Connor. If it looks good, it was me. If it didn't if it does not look good, it was someone else. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's funny because I have Connor here today because he's not a really big boy band fan. Not so much. No, but he is a fan of a lot of girl bands. Absolutely. And he, I mean, he is so prepared. He came in here with uh, a notebook. You know, this was really hard for me. So Tara, when, when Tara first approached me, she was like, hey, like, if you were to be on the podcast, what would you talk about? It's like, well, I don't have anything to add to the conversation about boy bands. <laughs> However... I do know a lot of stuff about girl bands. I've been a girl band fan for literally my entire life. Um, and this was a very hard task for me because originally I was like, oh, I'll put together a list of the top 10 girl bands of all time. I, I cannot do that. Um, <laughs> I don't need people attacking me for my, for my choices, for my picks. So what I settled on was I have 10 picks and these are going to be the 10 most important girl bands to pop music according to me right now. According to Connor, so please don't go and hate on him. No. I mean, you can, I guess you can if you want, but. Wait, so it's 10, you have 10? I have 10, but so it, it was, separating these were difficult. I also have some honorable mentions. So okay. I have five that are like the new generation, I would say, of okay. girl bands that are really doing it today. They are not playing around. They're they're really going for it. Um, and then I also put together um, five girl bands of the past that, uh, well, I shouldn't say of the past. I mean, obviously, some of them are still in the game today, but um, maybe not operating at the level that they once did. Okay. Uh, so the legacy girl bands, we should say. All right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how you want me to go about this, but I can do one and one and count down if you want. Like one old, one new. Sure, whatever you want. This, okay. is, this is your platform That's today. That's how I was thinking of it. Okay. <laughs> so well, I guess first I should ask you, like, because um, I, I know you're... You, I mean, obviously, you have a whole podcast dedicated to boy bands. Uh -huh. But what is your history with girl bands? Like, what what do you know, or what do you not know? I I loved Spice Girls growing up. Okay, um, I was definitely more of a Britney Spears than like girl bands. But like, I love listening to Danity Kane. Um, a Spice Girls is probably the main one. Like, I actually don't. I wasn't a fan of that many girl bands. I think I've always just been more geared towards boy bands. That's just me. Um, but I've always liked songs from certain girl bands. Mm -hmm. But I never was like a full-time like follower. I went to the Spice Girls reunion when I was a senior in high school. <laughs> um, that's kind of it. Well, I know what girl bands mean to me. Okay. But so I'm just curious to know this is I I it's kind of on topic, but Kind of not. Okay. What do boy bands mean to you? Like, why why the gravitation towards boy bands? And I asked that for a specific reason. Um. Oh, man, really putting me on the spot. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I think I'm just, I love a guy who can sing. <laughs> <laughs> but I also just love the dancing and the choreography with it. And I feel like I appreciate men who can also dance, who love it as an art. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I love, but then like One Direction doesn't dance. So I guess you can't say that, but like in sync, that's what I truly loved was their dancing. Like that's what made me want to dance and do like hip hop dancing. But I don't know. I think that I just gravitated towards boy bands and I love the harmonies and like 
I freaking love AJ from the Backstreet Boys voice. <laughs> I think it is so raspy and beautiful. And so it's like little things from, yeah. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, I would say something similar for my love of girl bands. I think when I was younger, like when, I mean, obviously in society there's, you know, gender discrimination and a lot of other, a lot of different types of discrimination. And, the, and we work in the entertainment industry, so obviously we see that a lot yeah. here too. But when like a girl band was on stage, like for example, like Destiny's Child, was on stage and you couldn't tell them anything like they had they hit all the notes <laughs> they were you know perfectly choreographed they were practiced they were um not only a representation of female empowerment general empowerment they were artistic excellence they were everything on stage so when seeing something like that i just found really inspiring yeah so um which you know kind of made me like deep dive into the world of girl bands even more <laughs> um girl groups girl bands whatever but um, so yeah, that's kind of what what they mean to me, like in general. I like that. But um, yeah, I've never I mean, thought of that. I feel like I need to dive in more of why I like boy bands. Yeah, well, I I think there's besides the appeal. Well, I mean, also when you mentioned Britney Spears, and I think there's something similar going on with her, as you know, like what was going on with other girl bands and stuff at this at the same time. Whereas Britney Spears, um. In the, in the people that worked on the Britney Spears project, what they did was um, they really capitalized on her, not sexuality, but like sensuality. Mm. And they would use her like being a quote unquote virgin as like a way to, um, you know, market her. Right. And there was something about the way that she would answer questions and do performances and a lot of girl bands would do the same thing where they were owning their sexuality and they were kind of owning um, those qualities about themselves that I found really, like I said, empowering. So it's not like they're on stage, like literally having sex. That's not what they're doing. Right. But like it was they were on stage doing, you know, their choreography and their moves and their and, and their song lyrics because like that's what made them feel great and empowered and gave them confidence. There is a girl group, I will say. That went across, went you know rode that line very hard, and she's they they're in my honorable mentions, um, which I'll get to. But I guess uh, I will say there was one more I listened to. I did love the Pussycat Dolls. Well, the Pussycat Dolls, I think, um, well that that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but 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 in the way that they really, um, you know, they started off as a burlesque group in right. Las Vegas. They well not them specifically, but the Pussycat Dolls brand started off as like a performance troupe doing, you know. You remember it was a show on MTV? Well, we're getting to that. All right, okay? let's, I have let's just, it, I have let's just get started. Okay, so um, <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Um, I guess to start off, I'll start off with one of the bands. This, I guess, this would be my number 10. Uh, one of the bands that are in, in the new guard, they're coming up, and I think they're going to be re- doing a, a lot of really great things for the girl the girl group uh community mm. all right and that's blackpink i agree yeah so i mean we've had them here at kiss maybe one or two you went times. to the show right i went to the show at the forum um so blackpink they are a uh a four person girl group from south korea uh under the yg uh management company label and they are international superstars at this point they've they've really only had i think one release maybe one one or two eps they don't really have a lot of music out there. So when they were coming on tour, I was confused as to what yeah. they would actually be performing. Um, they have, I mean, they have like six or seven good songs, uh, which they did all of them. Um, but then each of them had their own kind of solo covers that they did too. Uh, but what I, what I find really great about them is I feel like they're one of the first girl bands from the K-pop scene to really connect with. A global audience, well, also, and by global I mean United States. I mean they're they're touring Japan, they're touring all over Asia. They also sing a lot in English, so I think that helps people relate that don't understand lyrics. Yeah, they're really accessible. They're a really accessible girl band. Um, their lyrics are I, even in the Korean parts, which that doesn't bother me. Like as long as the song sounds good and I can like look up to see like what you know they're totally. saying, I'm cool with. But um, their songs are really high energy. They're really um, up tempo. They have great choreography. Um, their music videos are really well put together, um, being that they are from that, uh, from the K-pop scene. Well, I should say the, um, the large company K-pop scene. Mm-hmm. 
So everything they do is really well packaged and marketed. And I think they're really great. They were at Coachella last year. Yeah, they, they blew me away. It. So yeah, they. I think given in a couple years, if they can, because their company's had some drama um, the past year or so, if they can really keep it together and put out some more music, I think they're they're on the way. Was this your number five? This was, well, technically it's my number 10. It's oh, my, but it, it's okay. my number five of, I guess it's five and five. So it's number five for okay, the Okay, I'm sorry, I was confused which number this yeah, was. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 number five for the I was like, Blackpink is your number one? No, 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 no. I'm, we're, <laughs> we're counting down. Okay. Um, And so I guess my number five on the- Throwback? The the, the legacy okay. uh, acts are um, the Sugar Babes. Have you heard of the Sugar Babes? I know the name, but I couldn't tell you a song. So the Sugar Babes are a British girl group. Okay. They're from the UK. And they were really big, like, um, well, they had their start, like, early 2000s. But the thing with them is they are one of those girl bands that was literally a revolving door. Like, <laughs> What do you mean? The first, like, the, they came out, it was three girls, Siobhan, uh, Keisha, and uh, Mutia. Oh, and then we just kept getting new girls? And then <laughs> Siobhan left. <laughs> and then uh, in comes someone else. And for like three or f- for a long time, it was someone left, someone joined, and it was a revolving door. And they really became, it was kind of like a joke in um, British pop culture. By the way, I'm Googling them right now. The Sugar Babes, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's probably going to have to Google some of these because I don't know who the Sugar Babes are. <laughs> um, oh, I should, you know, I should give like recommended listening. For, you should. Okay, so for Blackpink, um, I'll say Kill This Love and uh, I'll do two songs. Each. Kiss and Make Up. Kiss and Make Up with Dua Lipa oh, and so then Kill This Love, two great Blackpink songs if you want to be introduced to them. The Sugar Babes, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go with um, Push the Button. Push the Button, okay. Um, and the second Sugar Babe song, I will say, is Flatline. Okay, but so Sugar Babes have a very interesting story arc. So like I was saying, in the beginning, there was the original three, okay? Okay. And then, you know, the years go by and it's literally like a revolving door. People are in, people are out. Um, and it gets to the point where none of the girls in the group are the original Sugar Babes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a whole new crop of people. And then, miraculously, the three get back together. The originals. The original three. Okay. And um, I want to say like 2000 and what, my years might be off, but 2015, 2016, they get together. They make an amazing song called Flatline, which is one of the recommended songs you should listen to. And... They wanted to come back together as the Sugar Babes, but they didn't own the name anymore. So oh. they were called MKS for the initials of their their names, okay. uh, the first letters of all their names. But recently they were on the Graham Norton show in the UK and they were like, we're getting the name back. Like we're working all the legal stuff out. Uh, give us a beat <laughs> and we're going to come back and you're going to be super. So they're still relevant. Well, they were on Graham Norton not too long ago, you said, right? Yes, I would. They're not. I don't want to say they're not relevant. Obviously, they're not putting out content. They're not at the forefront of any music conversation right now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But they are working their way through their issues. and <laughs> hopefully, They're trying to make it out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they will make it out and um, they'll put out some good stuff. They did have a whole album that leaked when they were MKS. Um, they're not that big. You know, they probably leaked it themselves. No, they were really mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a thing. And, uh, but just to also put in perspective, like some of the members have done like celebrity big brother and since gotcha. then. So that's kind of the way that they went. But now that they're back <laughs> together, it's, a, they're a little bit more steamed okay. now. Um, so yeah. Sugar babes. Sugar babes. My uh, number five pick for the legacy. The legacy. I like it. The legacy and the, and the what? The current? Um, how about the legacy and the um, new class? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> the new class, number um, four from the new class. Yes, number four from the new class uh, right now are Fifth Harmony. Oh, okay. Fifth Harmony. They are no longer together as of now. I, but I don't discount. I feel like they're getting in. back 
I, they're getting back together. Not now, but yeah, I'm not saying now, like I can eventually feel it. down the line. Um, so Fifth Harmony, I'm sure you're familiar if you're listening to Tara's podcast. But if you're not familiar, they were a girl group that was inorganically put together on the X Factor USA season two. And the reason I remember that is because Britney Spears was a judge on that season and she did not like Fifth Harmony. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> she every week she did Demi not. Demi did though. Was it Demi? Well, they were um Simon's. They were under Simon's group. Okay. So Simon was mentoring the groups that year. Demi had, I don't know. Oh, it doesn't even matter. Whatever. <laughs> the, the, every year the categories changed. It didn't make sense. Yeah. But Fifth Harmony um, came out of that show. And honestly, from the beginning, I think, and I think this was like creative storytelling from the show. They really positioned Camilla to be the front runner. The front runner. Um, and even there was a part in the show where Demi was like, you're the star. Do I you do remember, remember that? that. Yeah, because I, I actually I watched that season. I love Fifth Harmony. I truly do. Like their songs are still on my playlist, but I never like truly connected with them because I feel like they all like they were like five girls who were like forced together. Yes, and that was eventually the tell. reason for their downfall. Yeah, years not even five years later. Um, well, I think it's like three, yeah, right? five or six years. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they're from the X Factor, and in the short time that they were a girl group. I would say they've made a, cons- a considerable impact. They were, for a while, girl groups really weren't on the charts. They weren't, That's true. you know, touring. They weren't making music. And Work From Home was their breakthrough single hit. Uh, I think they had they had the, Mich- what was that Michelle Obama song? <laughs> Michelle Obama. Work so hard. Uh, uh, uh. Boss. Michelle Boss. Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. I had a dance had to it song. when I worked at Radio Disney, so I was trying to do the <laughs> dance. It was like, Boss. Michelle Obama with snaps. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Fifth Harmony, obviously, they're um, an extremely relevant group of performers to our generation in the fact that I think they came out when I was maybe a freshman in college and they were just on the radio. Like you listen to them and they, they made they were a little bit of a resurgence for girl groups when they totally. were at their height. Mm-hmm. Um, and for two songs that I will recommend for I'm going to say that song. OK. The one I t- showed you. Yeah. OK. So the two Fifth Harmony songs I will say that you should listen to are I know Work From Home, yeah. You should listen to it. It's it's a great <laughs> song. Like it was I think I think it went number 1. That was a great song. Or close song. to number 1, produced by Jack Antonoff. Just a fun time, fun music video. It gave us a lot of memes, especially their <laughs> the performances. The one where they're hammering the tire. Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel Live where they were <laughs> pretending to actually do construction work on a bulldozer, but Dinah was just pouring water on it or whatever. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the second song, literally no one I know, besides you now, Tara, because I've showed you this, Yeah. that likes pop music knows about this song. It is a song called Voicemail. It was on their um, album 727 as a Napster exclusive. Which, well, the second Connor told me, I said, Napster still exists? <laughs> like, I didn't know Napster was a thing. I always thought of, do you remember that movie, The Social Network? Yes. I thought Napster like died after that like era of what was it, LimeWire? I used to illegally download songs Lime off LimeWire. Yeah. It was it was I'm assuming a streaming service, I guess, or maybe a music downloading platform. I don't even know. Either what way, it- Connor told me to listen to the song <laughs> and it is hands down the best fifth harmony song ever. And it is a disgrace <laughs> that that was never released. It should have been a single. 100%. It should have been after it could it could have been a second single after Work From Home. Uh-huh. And it would have just charted great, in my opinion. But the song, it has um it what did it I mean, I don't know for sure. I didn't look up the the writing credits. I'm sure I could have. But it, it has it seems to be borrowing a melody from NSYNC's. It totally is, which is um, why anyone listening to this podcast will like the song. Yeah. What's the song? The it's a it's it's gonna be me yeah it's gonna That's, be me it's uses a sample in the chorus yeah um but you should I, pr- I promise you you are doing yourself a service by <laughs> listening to this song you cannot get it on apple music spotify anywhere um the only place i found a, a listenable quality of the song is vimeo and that should you know <laughs> tell you how buried this song is <laughs> but i promise you listen to voicemail by fifth harmony it is a bop okay moving on to my number four pick from the Legacy Girls, okay, which would be the Spice Girls. Really, that were your? I thought they were. I thought they would be higher. No. Um. Well, the were thing, you a Spice Girls fan? I wasn't. I wasn't okay. a Spice Girls fan. I was a little bit too young for. I. I was. I missed the. 
Um, the first run through the, of it. They're crazy. Like they're crazy. You know. See, everywhere. I think I I watched the Spice Girls um the Spice Girls movie mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and I fell in love with it. And then that's when I made my mom like buy me all their CDs, and I think that's why I fell in love with the Spice Girls from well, the movie. Okay, I mean Spice World. Spice World. Yeah. Yes. Um, a great movie if you're a fan of pop culture yeah. and it's ridiculous. Uh. And doesn't make any sense. But, no, <laughs> it truly um, doesn't make. But you should any watch sense. it if you're just a general fan of you know pop culture. Um, the reason I picked the Spice Girls uh, as my number four is I I have to acknowledge their contribution to music, to pop music, to every single British act after the Beatles that has had success in the United States. I mean, the Spice Girls, I would say, have something to do with it. They have some amazing pop songs that stand the test of time. If you look at top 50 lists or top 100 lists, you're going to find Wannabe. You're going to find... I mean, that um, song still plays in clubs and people go nuts. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm driving around LA and I hear it spiked into Kiss at some point. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> um, it, it's just they've, uh, they've really had a huge impact. So I couldn't make a list of important girl bands and not include the Spice Girls. Yep. Uh, Tara, do you... Did you have a favorite that you that you identified with? Because I feel like everyone has their Spice Girl. I have mine. Who do you think my favorite would be? I mean, I don't know. I w- so I was thinking about it, and I mean, you could be Sporty Spice. <laughs> you could also be. I loved Baby Spice. Yeah, you. I could see. I can see Baby Spice. Sporty was a lot for me. Like I, don't, I didn't have a big personality when I was a kid. Like oh, I was very okay. quiet. So yeah. I think that's why I liked Baby Spice. But I feel like I would appreciate right. Sporty Spice now. And then I thought Posh was just like the cool girl. Yeah. But I would stay away from her, you know? Like- <laughs> well, so for me, like Posh Spice was like, she was doing it. Like she looked great. She had the amazing hot boyfriend, now husband. So Posh Spice was who I connected with. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, I mean, Wannabe, of course, legendary song. I'll give you um, a song of theirs. I didn't know you were going to do this, so I'm going to tell you one of my favorite or two of my favorite Spice Girls songs. Okay, I'm going to say Wannabe and Spice Up Your Life. Those are like the generic ones, though. I don't I don't really go too deep with the Spice Girls. <laughs> What's that song? It's like, I'm giving you everything, all the joy. Say you'll be there. Say you'll be there. Okay. And then I like, stop right now. Thank you very much. I need somebody with a human touch. That's the Spice Girls? Yeah. Oh. oh, Connor. All right. All right, next. Right, Shut up on my own <laughs> segment. Um, okay, so I guess we're going to go to the third on my list for the new class. And I'm like, I cannot read my handwriting. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. I am obsessed with these girls. They are another X Factor uh, group of alumni. Oh, I guess? know who it is. Lil Mix. No. Oh. <laughs> they're on- I got really excited. Okay, a little, I love bit little of a preview. Mix. They're they're coming up obviously. <laughs> but they're not at this current position. I've played one of these songs for you before. You might not remember it. Okay. They're a group called Four of Diamonds. Oh, I and don't even know. <laughs> so, they're they're a group called Four of Diamonds. They were put together on the X Factor in a similar way that um Fifth Harmony was put together. However, they were contestants on the UK version of the show. They're not American. They're British. Is this before or after Little Mix? After. Oh, okay. Wait, after. They're like super recent. Oh, okay. So they they didn't even really do that well on the X Factor UK. And they were put together inorganically. They weren't like four friends that came together to be a girl group. Or actually, I think there are five of them. Might be four or five, regardless. Um, they are amazing. So they, I don't know that Simon Cowell even optioned them to sign them. Because they're signed to Virgin Records in the UK. They're not under the Psycho label, as far as I know, when I was doing my research and looking into them. Um, But they're a young girl group. I would say that they're pretty similar to Fifth Harmony, except they all seem to have a genuine friendship in a similar way that Little Mix seems to have a genuine friendship. And right now, they don't have an album out. They don't have anything that's like a solid body of work. It's a lot of singles that they're putting out that they're working on. Um, And I was watching an, an interview with an A&R person from Virgin Records UK and there she was basically saying like they're developing them right now they're working on them they're they're trying to you know make them into a group that could potentially break into the US I think they totally can they have um 
great harmonies. They sound really good. They look really good. I think they have everything that it takes. What are they called again? They're called Four of Diamonds. Four of Diamonds. Four of Diamonds. A super generic X Factor girl group name. What year were they on X Factor? You know? Um, I don't know. I want to say 2016, 2017. Oh, fairly new. Yeah, they're fairly new. But the two songs that you have to listen to from Four of Diamonds are, okay, the first is has a feature. It's called Stupid Things featuring Saweetie. Ooh. It's a very, it's a nice, it's a nice, fun. It's, this is a little bit of a summary song. And I could totally hear, if Fifth Harmony put this song out when they were together, like. It would have been a bop. It would have been great. And then uh, that was put out in 2018. Mm. The next song, I literally, li- I listen to this song every week. Uh, it's it's on my playlist as I drive into work. It's on my playlist as I'm driving driving around town, doing whatever I'm doing. It's called Long Way to Go. This is an amazing pop song. And I, I I will argue, you know, anyone that this is one of the best pop songs of 2019. Wow. It is just a fun song. It's it's a vibey song. It's a it's it sounds current. What's it called? It's called Long Way to Go. Long Way to Go. Yeah, I'll play it after we're done recording. I'll I'll play it. You might remember it, maybe not. I know I sent it to you um when I when I first heard it. Okay. But um I think it's great. There are four of them, the four girls. Nice. And uh yeah, it's I think they I'm, I, my eye is on them. They obviously they don't have anything of note now. Like they're not, they don't have a work from home. They don't have. Uh, yeah, but it's now someone we can like look forward. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To hearing from. Yes. And if ever their name comes up around this building, I'll be like, aha. <laughs> I was there I from the beginning. I discovered them. <laughs> um, okay. Number three from the legacy list. So understand that this is the top three list of important girl, girl, girl groups, according to me, at this period of time. Okay. So these, the, the differences between one, two, and three are negligible. Like, these <laughs> girl groups are all iconic in their own right. They all have a name. They all have success. They all, you know, I, I can't fault any of them. But the order I'm putting them in right now is by personal opinion and personal music tastes. Okay. 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 So d- don't get mad if I'm you know, not going to be mad. <laughs> no, I'm not speaking to you specifically. If any of these people listening here are <laughs> offended or anything, Connor's fired up. Let me tell you. Well, because I can see this list offending people. Okay. Just okay. Go this with your is number just three. personal. Number three, TLC. Oh, okay. TLC. I think I saw them um, recently at Cabo Del Mar two years ago. Uh-huh. And they were amazing. Um, I've obviously, never, I've never seen them like the two. Obviously, the two of them. Yeah, without Lisa. But I mean, I love TLC songs. I remember my first exposure to TLC was they were the musical guests on an episode of All That on Nickelodeon. Oh my god, I remember that. Yes, and I was like, oh, they're interesting, and I became a fan. Um, TLC, obviously, one of the most important girl groups of all time, not only because of the music and the success that they've had on the charts and commercially. But also because I feel like in the storyline of the music industry, TLC was one of the more prominent artists and performers to really shine a light and speak out on the fact that they were being mis- mistreated by their label. They, I think um, I was watching their Lifetime original movie. Um, oh, I need to go watch that. <laughs> it's really good. Little Mama is Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and she does a really good job. No way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it new? No, I wouldn't say it's new. I would say probably like 2011 maybe okay. it came out. I don't know. Kiki Palmer's in it. She I plays. Love, love me some Kiki Palmer. <laughs> yeah, she's in it. They, I, re- I remember the story being something like they're a lawyer. The lawyer that they had and the lawyer that their manager had was the same person. And so the lawyer was writing the contracts in favor of their manager, which is not good for them. Was this like a, a Lou Perlman deal? Similar. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like a Lou Perlman deal. Lou Perlman Just a deal. quick recap, if anyone wants to Google Lou Perlman, he basically <clears throat> he basically was the sixth member of bo- both NSYNC <laughs> and Backstreet Boys and got paid as if he was a sixth member. But anyway, back to... Plus more money on top of that for Plus more fees. money, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if 
if um, she had this, the manager had this specific designation as like a member of the group, but mm-hmm. whatever the contract was that she signed and that the label signed for them or that they, that they signed was really horrible. They weren't making any money. And um, at the Grammy Awards one year, I think they won like three awards and they got up to, uh, you know, do the press run and they were like, we are broke. We have no money. <gasps> really? Yes. Yes. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. Oh my God. I'm going to look yeah. it up right now. It's like, you know, thank you for this, but we don't have any money. Like, I think they said that That year, was their speech? That was their speech. They said they that year that they were, they were the most successful girl group of all time right. at that point um, in history, and they were like, "We made fifty thousand dollars this year." Oh, <gasps> so between the three of them combined. Well, I think it might have been like each of them made fifty thousand. That's still nothing. Yeah, there are people who make more in their full time jobs. Exactly. So Whoa. they were um, not the most well treated group, but they were. One of the most impactful. No Scrubs is one of the best songs. Yes, written ever. by um Andy Burris for Housewife of Atlanta. <laughs> what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Fact for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Is that one of your songs of theirs to listen to? Obviously, you have to listen to No Scrubs. Don't go changing waterfalls. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay. Waterfalls. Uh well, hmm, okay. I have a lot of TLC Didn't songs. Didn't they have a song with Janet Jackson? Did they? Or I think it was Left Eyed Lisa, right? Oh, my God. Did I say your name wrong? Lisa Lopez. Lisa, Lisa Lopez. Lopez. Um, okay. You know what? Um, there are a bunch of old songs on here on my playlist that I can pick from, but I'm going to pick one old and one new. Okay. So I'm going to say, obviously, No Scrubs, a huge hit. You know, people are still singing it today. They will be singing it for the rest of time. Um, and this next song I'm going to tell you to listen to is off their... Uh, self-titled album that they put out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, they crowdfunded this album with a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter, one of those things. And um, they put together a full project. They released it independently. So uh, I think hopefully they made some money off of it. But it's a song called No Introduction. It is the opening song to the album. And it is an amazing hype-up song. Ooh. And really, the lyric, the, it's not like a lyrically deep song it doesn't have an important meaning it's literally just like a fun song it's a fun a hype up song like if you're about to go into a meeting or if you're about to go into a situation where you need a little bit of a confidence boost if you listen to no introduction it will give you that okay all right so no introduction and no scrubs nice both have the word no in them that (laughs) i just realized all right so this is going to be my number two for the new class of girls coming up and I, I'm confident you have not heard of this girl group. Oh. They're called M.O. They're another British girl group. Have you heard of them? Wait, M.O., is it the O with the slash? No, that's Mo. She's a singer from Oh, she has Denmark. a song with Diplo? Different Mo. Okay. Yeah. Hey, no. at least I knew M.O. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is one person, and this is a group. Um, is it M.O. or is it Mo? It's M.O. Okay. M.O. Okay. Um, it's three girls. Uh, from the UK. They're from uh, England. M dot O dot? No, it's just M dot O. Okay. Um, But they have a little bit of an interesting story. So they were putting out songs, uh, you know, 2015 to 2018. But in 2018, Nadine Samuels, one of the members of the group, was sentenced to prison uh, for eight months for uh, careless driving in which she killed a mother of three. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the, the, the story is... She was going, uh, turning in a roundabout, and she wasn't looking, and she hit <gasps> this woman, and she died and had brain injuries, and Nadine was sentenced to prison, like actual prison. So she went to prison, and they came out, or she came back out. The group came back together. They made music. Um, it's kind of like a City Girls situation mm. with uh, JT in jail and Young Miami repping. Okay. <laughs> um, but they put out this song late last year called X at the party. It is a smash. Wait, so the girl's out of jail and now they're back together. They're back together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's in her past. Uh, What's the song called? It's called X at the party. X at the party. I'm telling you, this is... And they're from where? From the UK. Okay. From England, I think. They sound British. <laughs> um, it's called X at the party. You have to check out the video right now. Uh, they're, they're a little bit, um, they're not a young girl group. They're a little bit older. I would, I think they're like in their 30s, 30s, kind of around there, like late 20s. Um, but they, they're, they have 
a pop sound, but they're also very R&B. They're very soulful, but the music is very, um, it's like emotional. They're very great singers. Oh, okay. They have really, they're like really nice harmonies. Uh, X of the Party, check it out. Amazing song. And then also, Who Do You Think Of? Who Do You Think Of? Who right. Do You Think Of? That was, that was the song that I first noticed from them. Mm. I found it on YouTube, I think. Yeah, nice. M.O. All right, so number two from the legacy groups, mm-hmm. the Pussycat Dolls. Ooh. And they were like, I just remember they were on top at one point. Yes, they were. And I'm not saying they're better or worse than TLC, um, who I had at number three. But the Pussycat Dolls were interesting because they presented as a group of girls. Mm -hmm. But Nicole Scherzinger (laughs) was was pretty much it was the Nicole Scherzinger show. Yeah. And it was Nicole and the girls. Yes. However, there were a, a couple instances of the girls getting a little bit unruly on stage. Oh and by my the God. by the girls, I should say one, Melody Thornton. She was not good with being just a member of Nicole's entourage. Wasn't there the a video of her like taking over multiple like- times? <laughs> I think they were on stage. I think they were in Indonesia and um they're they're doing they're doing okay, I remember. <clears throat> they're singing buttons. And at the end of Buttons, Nicole has, you know, a, a, a nice run at the end. It, it takes you all over the place when you're listening to okay. it. Melody steps out of line and just goes for it a couple times. <laughs> and she's, you know, showing that she also has that vocal ability. I mean, I don't really blame her. No, well, I mean, at that point, so I, I've kind of tried to piece the story together in interviews. Melody was given a false promise in this girl group. So she was told when she signed on that they were it was all going to be even. They would all have their moments to shine. And um, that obviously never happened. So when it got to the point where she was like, okay, this is just a situation, she was like, well, F it, and <laughs> really went off the rails. There's also a rumored story. I don't know if this is just like, I don't know, like the gays making stuff up. But there's... Um, a rumor that at one show, <laughs> um, I think it's it's either Melody locked Nicole in the dressing room. Oh, my God. <laughs> or Nicole locked Melody in the dressing room. I need to go back and look. But there's a video of, like, Nicole coming on stage, like, halfway through a song. And people were saying it was because she was locked in the dressing room. because one of them <laughs> Like locked... she missed her cue to start? Yeah. It seems was like it a concert or, like, a TV show like, uh, appearance? Not a TV show appearance. It must have been a concert. I need to look into it a little bit more, but if you just Google like yeah, Melody Thornton, Nicole Scherzinger, Locked in Closet, you'll find the whole story, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just a, like a funny tale. Oh my God. Um, Pussycat Dolls, there are a million songs you can listen to. The two I'm going to tell you to listen to are Buttons and Don't You. I like, I don't, I don't need a man. That one's a good one too. Okay. Also, when I grow up. When I grow up. Oh yeah. See, they have some bops. They do. They have a lot. And now they're back together. Uh, besides With Melody, she did not join. Nicole's back? Yeah, they're oh. all back together. They're doing a, a tour in the UK. They haven't announced any plans to do anything in the United States. She was on X Factor UK, right, Nicole? Yeah, as a judge. Okay, yeah. Um, she's also a judge on The Masked Singer, I think. Which, off topic, that guy in that one, I can't remember what costume, is totally Jesse McCartney. Like, oh, really? I'm sorry, but if you're a Jesse McCartney fan and I was like a hardcore Jesse fan, like, you know that's Jesse McCartney. His voice is so distinct. That's that's like when Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child was on there. People were like, "Girl, you're really not fooling anyone." That's yeah. the <laughs> like Jesse, sorry, <laughs> you ain't fooling no one, especially not. Me. <laughs> so now it is. Uh, I guess we're going to move on to the number ones. Mm-hmm. So the number one group for the new class was referenced earlier in this podcast, but it's Little Mix. Oh, yes, I think Little Mix. Um, I forgot how much I love them. I, I well, regret not mentioning them in the beginning. They're significant for a couple reasons. The first being that they were the first group ever to win the X Factor. Normally, true. if you were put in a group, that was like the death sentence category. <laughs> you were some kind of like gimmick like they had. Um, One Direction didn't even win. One Direction didn't win that season. And they were, obviously, they had a huge fan base. I mean, yeah. look at them now. But a lot of times on the X Factor, when you were put into a group and then put in that category, you were given to the judge that <laughs> didn't want you. and Because who? it's not exciting to mentor groups. I, I mean, if I'm a look, if, 
if you're in their position, right? Because you have you can either have some amazing like young girls, some amazing young guys. Um, why did I forget what the four categories were exactly? But I just remember the groups were not. That was not it. Like, yeah, that was not the good. Place you didn't to be. want that group. No, you didn't. You didn't want to mentor them, and you didn't want to be in that category. <laughs> um, but they won the show, and not only did they win the show and maintain a successful career up until this point in time, but they stayed together, which is not something that a lot of these groups do. They did not know each other before they were on the show. They came out of the show, you know, linked together in this group, uh, which they did not initially want to be in because they all audition auditioned as solo artists. But I, I think I just think it's commendable. And they've had they are global superstars, not so much in the United States, which for you know whatever I don't know reason why I don't know. I, do you think it's like Black Magic was a bop? Oh yes, Black, that's one of my songs. I but, feel like it's hard because, like, Rita Ora is another great example of someone who's huge. And Jesse J. They're huge overseas. And then, like, they come here and no one cares. Yeah. I think Rita Ora had one stop on her tour in the United States. And it was in Dallas. Really? For some weird reason. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I was looking at the schedule and I saw a Dallas show. And I was like, Little Mix weird. did have shows here. And it did okay. But it wasn't like. They're doing, yeah. like, O2 Arena in London. Like, three nights in a row. Yeah. O2 Arena. And over here, they're opening for Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Did um, you watch that Jesse Nelson documentary? No, not yet. It's something I need to I need to watch it. Everyone, if I think it's on YouTube, so people should check it out. But she basically talks about how, like, the industry kind of messed with her head about body image. But I just love that, like you said, they all are friends. Like, they all support Jesse no matter what. Like, they were like, you're mm-hmm. our sister and we have your back. And so that's another reason why I really respect them. And if you, if you, um, listen or to a lot of their interviews and stuff um simon cowell tried to take perry and make her a solo artist really yeah so i think perry did an interview about it um saying basically that midway through their career maybe around album number two Mm -hmm. they um he tried and their management tried to make her leave the group and become a solo artist and he didn't tell the other girls they approached her individually oh yeah and she said no she wants to be in the group oh i like that so I mean, that's all conjecture. I don't know if I said that 100% correctly. but um, From what you've gathered. From what I've gathered, uh, yes. So, Little Mix, I love them. I have two songs for you. One is going to be Black Magic. That was probably their biggest uh, international hit, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or Wings. Uh, but I'm going to say Ooh, Black Magic. Wings was good. Wings was good. But this is another song. It's not a single. It's not anything that was super publicized from them. But it was on their most recent album, LM5. Mm-hmm. And it's called American Boy. It oh, is, I do know that song. It's really good. It's a really good song. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's very fun. It's It really didn't get a lot of like attention when that album came out. And I was listening through all the songs, and I saw the ones that they were, they were picking as singles. And I got to American Boy, and I was like, what what is the misconnection here? Like this is the this is your breakthrough American song. It's called American Boy. Yeah. <laughs> like if anything That's what you need. <laughs> yes, if anything can have the. United States public relate to you. It's a song called American Boy. But whatever. I guess I'm not on their their strategic marketing team. So they did not consult me on that. Um, but now are you ready for number one? Number one. Actually, oh, I think I know who it is. Well, okay. Did I mention them earlier? I forget. Can you guess who you think my number one is? Danity Kane? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, By sorry, the way, no. the other day I sent Connor, I was like, what the hell? What is it? Audrey Aubrey? Which one's her name? Aubrey. Aubrey. The other day I sent Connor this picture. I'm like, what the hell happened to Aubrey O'Day? This girl has had more plastic surgery than like anyone I've ever seen before. Listen, if you want to get plastic surgery and you know it's something that you really feel you need to do for yourself and your uh, body confidence, then go for it. No, she but, looks like a different person. In my opinion... <laughs> And the opinion of everyone in her comments, she looks like a different person and not in a good way. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If she is comfortable in the way that she looks, then yeah, good for her. I'm If she's happy with it, then I am. Danny Kane did have some great songs, though. They did. They're on my honorable mentions, which I'll get to after my number one. Okay. What's your number one? Destiny's Child. Oh, duh. Hello. Destiny's Child. It has to be the number one. They were a very short-lived list. group, though, I feel like. Well, I mean, they, they're, it's interesting because they're another girl group that has had an interesting story arc from when they started to where they ended up and where they are now. Yeah. Being that it was Kelly, Beyonce, and two other girls. 
And then they <laughs> oh, dropped. Oh, yeah, the fourth one. I forgot about her. <laughs> it was, well, okay, let me see if I can name them all. Because at one point, I... That's okay. You don't I have I, to quiz you. <laughs> well, no, it was, okay, it was Beyonce Knowles, Kelly Rowland, Farrah Franklin. And Michelle. Michelle was no, no, the no. original. No, no, no. Michelle was a late addition. She did oh. not come in until Survivor. No. Yes. That's like second album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they've they've had at least that's what I think. They've had many different like oh. groups. Latoya Luckett, who also uh, she had a nice career for a second, solo career. I, I'm forgetting all the names, but whatever. They've there's there's been a lot of members. But if you think about a girl group that embodies artistic excellence. There was three different members. Who did Latavia right? Robertson. Oh, yeah. Latoya Luckett and Farrah Franklin. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Huh. Yeah. Um, there's also a really, well, I think it's a funny video. Uh, she's in the recording booth with, I think, Farrah. And Farrah and Beyonce are getting into an argument because Farrah has to catch a flight and or something. And their their luggage is back at the hotel. And she's like, I'm not getting in the flight without my luggage. And then Beyonce's like, well, you're going to miss your flight. You might, <laughs> as well, you might as well just have it mailed to you. And they're like <laughs> arguing in the and It's funny video. It's on YouTube? Yeah. All oh. this stuff's on YouTube. <laughs> um, but I think they're an entertainment class that not a lot of people are in. They are artistically excellent. Their choreography is amazing. They are practiced. Their songs are great. They've had great commercial success. And um, I feel like no matter your song taste or your music taste, like you can't deny that they embody just um the spirit of entertainment. When they were together again at Coachella. Oh my gosh. I died. Were you there? Yes, I was front row. Oh my God. I was watching it on uh on YouTube and it was like, I wish I was there. When they come up, they come up from like uh where they wherever they were, and they they're like shredding down the runway right into the crowd. I was just oh my god, I was <laughs> living your best life. Like, yeah. Um, so Destiny's Child, if I had to give you two songs from Destiny's Child, uh, I would say Soldier. And I mean, everyone knows that Soldier and Survivor, I guess. Everyone knows Destiny's Child music. Can I give yeah. you one that I love? Yeah. Bugaboo. Yep. That's another good one. <laughs> I love that one. Um, yeah. I know uh, we're a little bit short on time. So I just, I, I really quickly want to run through my honorable mentions. Go for it. Okay. So we have um, To Anyone, another K pop girl group. Um, notable members include CL. She's international superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out her song called um, "Hello Bitches." Uh, Bewitched. Remember Bewitched? <gasps> oh, yeah. Bewitched. <laughs> um, then we have uh, the Saturdays. Another another British girl. Wait, group. do you remember Bewitched's music video? And they were like, it was all green screen, but they were like in some field. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's a couple of their videos. I yeah. Think. <laughs> <laughs> they got a two for one deal on set that day. So, uh, Bewitched, The Saturdays, um, and then Girlicious. Do you remember Girlicious? I do. It was yes. from Making the Bands. No. No, no, no. It was from season two of Pussycat Dolls Finding the Next Doll. That's what it was. Yeah, Sorry. where Robin Anton put them together, and it was literally just, like, the sluttiest pop. Yeah, and it was so great. And it's so good. They've had two <laughs> albums. One of them is not released in the United States. It's only released in Canada. So, if you want to listen to it like I wanted to listen to it, you have to find another way to download it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did. You can. It's possible. Um, take it from me. Oh my god, what's their main song? Can like I curse on here. Yeah. It's called stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's do some stupid shit. Oh, it's so good. Da, 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 I forgot da, da, they exist. Da. It, it yeah. was making the band and uh, Pussycat Dolls era that I like mixed them up. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a similar time, and I, it was on the CW. I, I think it was on like after America's Next Top Model or whatever. And of course, I watched it. Oh, that um, was so good. Girlicious. Girlicious. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I actually, you know what? I, I'm not going to give you two songs for all the people on this list, but I will give you two songs for Girlicious because <laughs> uh, they're just amazing. Okay. S- Stupid Shit and Like Me. Like Me. Like Me. That was like their main, their first song, I think. Well, it was their, it was a double single. They put okay. out Like Me and Stupid Shit. Oh, okay. Um, but they have a whole album full of songs that are equally as, you know, Belonging in that time period. Yeah. <laughs> Very slutty. Uh, slutty pop. Slutty pop. I like um, it. Yeah. So uh, that was totally all over the place. Uh, no, that was so. For... I feel like I learned a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> like some people I didn't even know about. Yeah. 
Sugar Babes. Sugar Babes. They're coming back, supposedly. Do you remember that one band? It's called like 3LW or something. Oh, sorry. They're on my honorable mentions too. 3LW. I'm surprised. Yes, I forgot to bring it up. Didn't they have a song with JC Shazay? I don't know. Did they? They had a song with Nick Cannon. Oh, baby, bring. Is that them? Oh, baby, bring it all to me. Give me your time. I just have I have really bad handwriting on this list. Like, look, <laughs> there, 3LW is on the list. You know, you would know them from. I don't even know what you would know them from. No. Unless well, you the just Cheetah like, Girls. Is that what they were from? They turned into the Cheetah Girls. So 3LW was Naturi Naughton. Um, Cheetah Girls, like the fifth movie? No, Cheetah Girls, like on Disney Channel. Adrian Bailon. Yeah. Kiki Williams. Yeah. And Naturi Naughton were. I don't think her name is Kiki Williams. No. I will break this down for you. Keely Williams. Sorry. Keely okay. Williams, yes. So 3LW is Adrian Bailon, Keely Williams, and Naturi Naughton. They were three girls. There was a lot of uh, backstage drama. Naturi Naughton was kicked out of the group. She's now an actress on the show Power. She's successful. She ended up you know, doing great for herself. Adrian Bailon and Keely Williams are... Two of the Cheetah Girls with Raven and... Wow, I never put two and two are you serious? together. I swear on my life. Yeah. <laughs> so they are the Cheetah... They're two of the Cheetah Girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they turned into the Cheetah Girls. No, I'm pretty sure they had a song with JC Shazay. Yeah, Bring It All to Me. Oh. He's the guy, but they never credited him, I don't think. Like, he has one verse. Oh, well. Fun fact that Fun I fact. knew that I never thought would come uh, in handy one day. <laughs> 3LW, listen to No More, Baby, I'ma Do Right, and Play is Gonna Play. This podcast gave people a lot of opportunities to listen to new music, or yeah. maybe not even new, old music. <laughs> if you can follow along with my scatterbrain, just pause and listen. Just, just Yeah, just pause me and then go on YouTube <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> yeah, and you'll get it. All right. Thanks, Connor. No problem. That was so much fun. That was a good one. I feel like we need like another one of these. <laughs> we need we need a where are they now? I can do a where oh you want me to No not now. Where, we'll do No 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 I know not now, episode. but I can do a where are they now. Okay. That'll be coming soon to a podcast near you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.